0: So, Gabriella, thank you so much for coming on the show today.
1: Oh, thank you for inviting me. Look, it's really a pleasure being here.
0: Great. So, you just recently arrived in Cologne a few years ago, I think, right? Uh-huh. Tell us when you came here and how you ended up in our city of Cologne. Uh,
1: I moved here in uh, November last year. I moved here in November, um, and my other two kids moved in December. So we moved from Montreal, and uh, how did I end up here? Sometimes it's just, I don't know, fate, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: something, you know, that happens. Uh, My son moved to Kelowna maybe five years ago, my eldest son, Carlos, and um, we came to visit him a couple of years later. We spent Christmas here, and we loved it. He was living in Lake Country at the moment, and we said, okay, you know what? We are going to move here. I just said, this is the place where I want my family to be, my mm-hmm. kids, you know. But, and I wanted my three kids to be together. Because right. family for me is really important. But it was curious because um, shortly after I arrived, maybe like one, two days after, I started looking around the Okanagan. And then I said, Oh. I've been here, so when I was pregnant with Carlos, I was about eight months pregnant. My ex-husband and I, we did two trips. He's a truck driver. Mm -hmm. So we did two trips to Vancouver. We stopped everywhere. Uh, And out of all the places, for me, the most special and the most beautiful was the Okanagan Mm -hmm. Valley. I don't remember exactly where we stopped, but we stopped to to have a bite. We talked to certain people. I find I found people to be so friendly. And then I said, you know what? I was pregnant with you, and now you live here, and now we're going to move here. So right. that's why I said it's kind of sometimes a circle. Something happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that, that was it, you know? Yeah. Went to Montreal, you know, did everything to sell my house, prepare for the move, and right. that's it. Wonderful.
0: So when you say last December, I think you mean 2016. I think you've been well, here about yes, a year yes, and a half exactly. now.
1: Not last December, the year, yeah. Right. Like two years ago, almost, yeah.
0: And how do you like it so far? Are you glad that you moved here?
1: Oh, yes. I think it, it is. I'm more than glad. I'm really happy that we moved here. The moment I, we entered Kelowna, you know, we drove. Carlos came to get me, and we drove from Montreal to Kelowna did the trip in three days. Mm-hmm. like, And uh, it was maybe three, four o'clock in the morning. We arrived in West Kelowna. And at that moment, I said, this is home. You know, and something that never happened when I arrived in Montreal. It right. Took me a long time to feel at home. Yeah. So, no, I, I love, apart from the natural beauty, because it is paradise, is really spectacular. I find people to be... Warm, welcoming, friendly. Um, I've made a ama- make amazing friends, and I made friends three months after I arrived here. Yeah. Um, so, it is society is very different. Values are very different. Um, there is respect for nature, you know, mm-hmm. to a certain maybe not a hundred percent respect for the animals, for everything. Mm-hmm. So, I, I really, really, it's a, it's a simpler life, mm-hmm. much simpler than in big cities. There is nobody's in a hurry, everybody's happy, nobody's stressed, Uh, so no, I love it, people are wonderful here.
0: You have a beautiful accent, (laughs) I believe you're from Mexico, is that right? Tell us a little bit about Mexico, what was it like growing up there, and how old were you when you left Mexico?
1: I come from Mexico City, Uh, lived there most of my life uh, while I was in Mexico. And things have changed, you know, like because of the drug cartels and all that, but back then, it was well beautiful, you know, I felt safe, I would take the bus and everything i um I grew up not with my parents, I was raised by my grandparents, my maternal grandparents, and uh, three of my aunts, so it's like I've always had like four mothers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, it was, I was happy. I have to say it, you know, like I was spoiled with my grandparents, you know, my aunts and, uh, I had a wonderful life. Uh, life was nice, safe. And then, um, my parents, uh, lived in another city. I would see them every time I had a vacation or Christmas, whatever. I come from a large family mm-hmm. and we are all very close. We're like, 45 cousins, you know. Wow. And uh, so eventually my parents, uh, I moved back with my parents, and then when I was at university, they moved to Acapulco. Mm-hmm. And there, I grew up vacationing in Acapulco. For me, if you ask me a place to go in Mexico, for me, next, like, close to my heart is Acapulco. Mm-hmm. It's like weather, everything, you know. People, like, they're happy. They're always mm-hmm. in a party mode. So I used to travel there all the time, uh, you know, back and forth. I spent vacations with them, and then um, I met my ex-husband. Uh, he's Egyptian, Canadian. Mm-hmm. He was vacationing a long vacation in Acapulco. Uh, we decided to get married uh, shortly. Well, I don't know, like a year or something. He came back, and then he went back just to get married. Mm-hmm. And uh, I finished my bachelor's, and then I was 24 when I moved to Montreal. I had mm-hmm. never been to Canada, never experienced winters, mm-hmm. so I, I landed in Canada. In Montreal, it was uh, the beginning of uh, April, mm-hmm. and it was really cold. Right. No, it was like everything. Yeah. It was quite a cultural shock for me. Yeah. I didn't speak the languages uh, I wasn't prepared for really anything right. that I had to leave there. Yeah. Wow.
0: So. so you learned French and English since you moved here. And have you been back to Mexico since?
1: First, I learned English. It was easier for me. I had a mm. bit of, you know, I had knowledge. I took languages in Mexico, but I couldn't put a phrase together. And then years after, I learned French. Um, and yes, Uh, So I've been here in Canada over 30 years. Yes, we moved, um, well, you know, back and forth vacationing, but uh, I moved back to Mexico on two occasions. Mm. Uh, Two years after I arrived, I said, no, I just couldn't adapt. I didn't want to adapt, and I moved back to my country. I was there for three years, and then I decided to move back to Montreal, to just give it, give the marriage a second chance, and and then uh, we moved. We spent a couple of winters in Ixtapa, mm. uh, working there, uh, and then um, we moved eventually. When I had my first two kids, for a year, mm. my dream was to always move back to my country, but then we ended up coming back, and then I said, okay, mm. that's it, you know. So so that was it, you know. And I go. I don't go that often anymore. Uh, I was there in May to visit my family, mm-hmm. and before that, five years before that. Oh, yeah. So yeah.
0: So did you go to Mexico City in May when you went? Yes. And tell us how it's changed since you were a little girl. What is it? What's different about Mexico City? I know it's one of the largest cities on the planet. It's huge, a lot of population. It does it look the same, or has it changed a lot?
1: No, this time after five years, I just couldn't recognize many of the areas, you know. Like, yeah. I would pass and night and say, okay, where are we? I couldn't recognize the roads. So, it has changed. In terms of infra- infrastructure, mm-hmm. it has changed tremendously. Uh, we have, for example, let's say, one of the main highways, it goes from one side of the city to another. So, now we have, they added a second floor to the highway. Wow you know all all along uh, so i i went to not just mexico city i went to two or three more cities overall i found everywhere in mexico it looks run down you know mm-hmm. like uh, i cannot see that it is very dirty because well compared to canada yes you have to always to consider it is the population is over 20 million in mexico city and poverty you know, mm-hmm. like 80% of the population, it's, when I said poor, it's really poor. Mm-hmm. So it it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. We don't have the resources like we have in here. But, um, so that was sad to see that it, it hasn't been maintained because it is beautiful, Mexico City. It's rich in culture. I didn't have the chance to go downtown where you find a, they say that they have revamp, okay, mm-hmm downtown and that is beautiful now uh, but you have the best museums you have ruins mm-hmm. you have everything uh, so i didn't have that opportunity but overall uh, it isn't safe you mm-hmm. know and that 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 is been coming uh is i hear you hear it all the time mm-hmm. uh everything that is happening all over um acapulco for example so Acapulco is is in, th- in the state of Guerrero over mm-hmm. there we have states and not provinces and now there is a war between the cartels to mm-hmm. take over the territory so it is sad because at noon you go there and you can get killed you know just mm-hmm. i'm not saying that it happens every day mm-hmm. but is not is not safe so it is really sad to see what's happening to my country to see not only that it's not safe; that now everything is in the hands of the drug cartels because they go to mm-hmm. to houses and all that. For example, or if you have land, agricultural land, they said, "Okay, we're going to use it for uh, you know
2: yeah.
1: for purposes for the drug to plant uh, pot, marijuana, etc." And if not, either you do it or if not, just we will take over. Yeah. And, and it is it is it's so that is extremely sad mm-hmm. you know I don't know what's going to happen in the future I just don't see a solution Yeah. to the problem
0: so you have a wonderful sense of style every time I see you you're dressed amazingly and I've seen some photographs of your work your interior design work and staging and so on tell us when you got into that and how you when you first realized you were going to be a designer
1: I I I didn't. I don't have a bachelor's in interior design as per se. So I um, I have a bachelor's in design. Back then at university with, in Mexico, we didn't have interior design. And uh, when I switched a few times, we're not going to talk about it. I, I did like three years of something different: dentistry, this and that, and then I went into design. When did I realize? I think that well, I was I was three years two years and a half into dentistry I was doing already clinics and I just hated it why? because I just couldn't see people suffering people don't mm-hmm. like going to dentists and then I said I don't want to be doing this and I went uh, to talk to people at university and I decided that I wanted to be in design I love creating mm-hmm. I love everything that has to do with art and architecture and everything so I switched careers and then uh, I moved to Canada Mm -hmm. I couldn't work as a designer uh, and uh, so I did other things office work, all types of things babysitting Mm -hmm. and uh, when I moved back to Mexico two years after I opened a small business Mm -hmm. and I did it for about three years, the three years that I was there almost. Mm-hmm. I was also working at the company, etc. And I moved back to Canada, and again, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> the same. Um, I was pregnant, at you know, like shortly after. So uh, eventually we moved to Mexico when my kids were tiny. Uh, and I said, okay, I knew what It meant to be a designer. I I, I used to work when I had my business 14 hours a day, uh, 15 hours a day, you know, because of, you know, okay it's always for yesterday, Mm -hmm. the project. And I didn't want that for my kids. I wanted to spend time at home with them. Mm -hmm. So I said, let me teach. I can do, I can teach design or something Mm -hmm. art-related. But they didn't have the position. It was already filled. And they said, do you speak, well, the interview was in English, and I said, yes, okay. They said, okay, so you're going to teach English. So (laughs) I became a teacher because of that. I had to go and take a certificate and all that before starting. So I I became a teacher, like language instructor Mm
2: -hmm.
1: at different levels uh, in Mexico, and uh, I had a wonderful experience. I was tutoring, working at the school, university, and I liked it very much. It allowed me to be with my kids. We moved back to Canada and I got a job teaching at the private institute and then I started teaching uh, continuous education, etc. And uh, eventually, uh, because I did it for about 20 years, eventually I said, you know what, let me go and do a master's in education. And uh, I didn't finish my master's but I did it in French Mm -hmm. because one of my goals was to really improve my French, Mm -hmm. which was, like, ask me. It was so difficult, discouraging, you know, like writing in French and all that. But it was, you know, like I reached my goal of improving my French. And for personal circumstances, I didn't finish my master. I did like three quarters of it. But I was happy. It wasn't about having a paper. It was really... Just learning, being involved, and I knew really everything that they taught me. I, you know, like I had been teaching for such a long time. Mm-hmm. So, and then at the end, like of my stay in Mexico, not then, like the last two, three years, something like that, I really started missing uh, design and I started helping friends, you know, mm-hmm. with renovations, this and that, and, uh, and then um, I started working with a realtor. Mm-hmm. from Sotheby's. Uh, she gave me the opportunity. Amazing. Her name is Cassandra. In which city?
0: Was In Montreal. In Montreal, yeah.
1: Yeah. She, uh, she gave me the opportunity. She says, you know what? I want you to be part of my team of stagers. So she says, you have everything I need. You don't need to take training, nothing. And whatever, we'll do it on the field, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I work with her mm-hmm. for a bit over six months. And then uh, I moved here, Mm -hmm. and I said, I talked to her about it, and she says, you know, uh, you're great and all that. She gave me really positive input, Mm -hmm. and uh, I moved here, and I said, okay, let's open a business. So uh, I opened, you know, like a little company, and and then I started, and uh, I was lucky. Uh, I came across a few months after I met somebody at a networking event, and she became... Delia is her name she became right. first my client or our client my sons and I mm-hmm. and uh, while we were working at her house we became she became my best friend you know yeah and then we were introduced to other people and you know like it is you have to it's a struggle in many ways yeah but uh, you know we we'll get there right you know? yes
2: Luke Mancus is a realtor with Remax Kelowna he loves what he does We asked Luke if he had any regrets about moving here in 2011. And he always says, yeah, one regret, and that is he didn't move here sooner. When Luke came here, he didn't know anyone. He didn't know the neighborhoods or anything or anyone besides his daughter, who was six years old at the time. So he knows what it's like. Now, he's an expert and has helped well over 100 single people, couples, families, and investors with their real estate needs in the Okanagan. If you're new to our beautiful city, Lou can help you get connected with great lawyers, dentists, carpenters, landscapers, swimming pool installers, you name it. And whether you're new to Kelowna or not, Luke knows real estate. He can help you find a great property, negotiate a good deal, and hold your hand all the way through the process until the day you get your shiny new set of keys. Luke is known as a no-pressure kind of guy. He's had clients where it took even a year or more to get them into a property. He just doesn't believe in rushing things. On the other hand, when you decide it's time to act, he's diligent and he'll work day and night until the job is done. Give Luke Make Us a Call or a text message at any time, 778-215-4273. Again, that's 778-215-4273, 778-215-4273, to chat with Luke about real estate.
0: I've seen the work that you did at Delia's house. She is a wonderful person, and uh, you completely transformed that house. It's It was beautiful before, but... It's very different now, and it's amazing. So, um, yeah, I can say firsthand you did amazing work there. So what's the name of your company, and are you busy right now, or can you use some more clients?
1: The name of our company is Saga Home Decor and Staging. Mm-hmm. So we do, uh, we can do interior design, remodeling, you know, like that is something I love, kitchens and bathrooms. Uh Staging of vacant properties or occupied properties, mm-hmm. um, redecor, etc. So last year we had the opportunity to do a few stagings of occupied properties. Uh, so, but it was not your regular staging. You saw it with mm-hmm. Dalia, you know, like yeah. it was from this painting the whole house transforming really mm-hmm. a place, and then we also did the redecor of some of the living spaces at uh, another client uh, we had to buy some furniture lighting etc and right now we are working uh, we're lucky we we are we teamed up with um, a real realtor from Engels and Volk- what's the Engels uh, and Volkerman? Yeah. Okay, yes. I think that's the way you pronounce it Engels and Volkerman. Volkerman yeah. Okay, his name is Manny, and um, we're going to be doing uh, a brand new property that is about, they they just have to finish it. Mm -hmm. So this will happen in a week or two weeks. So um, that's the first one, and there are a few other to come that are being built. We're also working with the builder now. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're working like in all the finishes from flooring, tiles, Etc. For the second property that is being built, not the one that we're going to be staging, and uh, we have one staging coming in August. And yeah, we are a bit—we're not busiest per se, and we can take many clients. That is for sure. But we're getting there, you know. So we're—we're just getting to the place where teaming up with somebody for us it was important, Mm -hmm. and uh, we'll see. We also work a little bit with another realtor, you know, uh, in just choosing some furnishings, etc.
0: You say we. Is it you and your son?
1: Yes. It's uh, my son Carlos and I.
0: And does Carlos do the exact same thing as you do? Or does he do something different?
1: Okay. So we work together like I'm the head designer, to put it a title. He has another job, a full-time position, uh, but after work and on weekends and whenever is necessary, he takes a day off here and there. So I'm the head designer, but we consult in everything. He's more like, I would say, more like into the marketing mm-hmm. part, the PR, public mm-hmm. relationships. You know, and so when negotiating sometimes a contract, he's the one. that That's more his strength right. than mine. And, uh, but we... We take the decisions together in terms of furnishings, okay, lighting and all that. I, I always consult him, you know. Like, mm-hmm. I go, I pick, I prepare boards, everything. Yeah. And he takes a look, and sometimes he's okay, and sometimes he says, no, this is not the best. And, and you know, like, we talk, we discuss, and, and then mm-hmm. we agree. Two right. people work better than one. Yes. I've always said that. Right. You know.
0: Have you... Always work with Carlos, or is it the last year and a half since you've been in Kelowna?
1: No, it is just the last year and a half since I've been in Kelowna. So Carlos doesn't have the background, but I always said, yes, it is important to have, you have to have knowledge, especially when you're talking about remodeling a place, for example. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it is also, sometimes you have it, you Mm -hmm. have the taste, you have the vision or you don't. He, when, when he was little mm-hmm. and all throughout until he was a teenager, he wanted to be an architect. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, it is it's curious and um, I, I always bought Lego for my kids. Mm-hmm. I found it like, you know, in terms, it's, it's it's great, you know? Yeah. You know, I guess all parents know that yeah. having Lego around is great for your kids, for their development and he was amazing at building things. It was not just your regular things. He would build everything. Yeah. Unfortunately, I never took pictures of all his creations, you know, because he was really creative. Mm-hmm. And and then eventually, you know, he, he changed his mind and uh, he didn't go into university. Uh, you, you never know, you know. Maybe yeah. one day he'll decide or not. Right. But, uh, so, so that's it. And I always wanted my kids, when I moved here, look I wanted to have a family business. For me, having my kids together, you know, understanding the value of a family, of helping each other, mm-hmm. you know, in all the senses, financially, if necessary, morally, emotionally, in ev- every sense, for me, yeah. it's important that my kids learn that. And I always said, let's open a business together. They have been in the restaurant business, the three of them, Although my youngest is not there anymore, and Carlos neither, my daughter is still there. Uh, I said, let's open something. Let's open maybe a, a small restaurant they didn't want.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> Although they, they have experience, you know, from management to everything. I said, you have all the necessary skills, but no, they didn't want that. Right. So we said, okay, you know, like, I started going the last two years, like helping friends, etc. I evolved, and I said, okay, you know what, this is what we're going to do.
0: I think that's a wonderful thing, because I love my work, and I love my family, and if you can do both at the same time, you know, spend time with your family and do something together, that's wonderful. Um, my daughters are still quite young, but um, are there any challenges from working with a uh, family? Like, what happens if you have a disagreement? It's a little different than if you're working with a stranger, right?
1: Yes. And it's been challenging in many ways. Uh, well, you know, we all have our temper,
0: right?
1: Yeah, I would say Carlos more than me. <laughs> you know, my son. You know, like because of age. You know, with age, yeah. you mellow down, and right. you learn what's important in life. Um, so yes, we have had disagreements, and um, we have also learned. To try to be sometimes you, you say okay whatever is going on we have to leave it at home because sometimes we carry the disagreements or sometimes you know like at first it was okay we have two different opinions mm-hmm. in regards to a staging a different a specific area mm-hmm. and uh, we would make it balanced you know so sometimes we would say okay we're gonna do here what you say but it was just not complete different, you know? Right. And on that other room, we're going to go with my opinion. That was at first. But we have now, I think, gotten to know each other at that level, mm-hmm. and I have much more respect for him, and he has much more respect for me. So we talk about it before having the disagreement. Right. And then we said, yes, this is what we're going to do. So yes. now, now it's... You know, problems to stay at home. So now we 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 work well together now. Nice. But it was difficult at first. Yeah. The first contracts, yes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it was difficult.
0: Tell us what you love most about your design work. What is the thing that excites you?
1: The creative process is it's incredible. I love the process, but I I love transforming a space. You know, like when we go into space and we see it and then we see like all the potential and that the the place can look either for staging, redesign whatever, you know that you can make the place look beautiful and the people who live in the space can get to enjoy it because a space is, is for me a home is like a temple, you know, so it's a place where you go and it has to reflect your personality because that's that's what we try to do. It's not just, the staging is a bit different, you know, because it is for selling purposes. But you have to be comfortable. You have to enter your house and say, I love it. And so, that part, I can say that when we see clients saying, oh my god, I love the house and they keep on loving it day after day, that is extremely rewarding for me. We, I cannot just design for me and say, okay, it's beautiful. If the client doesn't enjoy it that much, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's difficult to create also a balance on what the client wants and what you think will be best. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it is it takes convincing because yes. it's not about just going with what the client, you have to please the client, but you have to also make a client understand that, for example, a specific lighting is not going to do anything for the space, Mm -hmm. you know, not just the looks, but in terms of function also, because there are so many aspects. It's not just the visual part, Mm -hmm. that is very important, but it's the functionality of the design that is important. And, uh, you know, like sometimes it's also the respect for the architecture Depends. There are so many factors that have to be taken into consideration.
0: Gabriella, I want to put you on the spot. Oh, you can can you? Th- spot. I want to put you on the spot. Can you think of someone in Kelowna that you think is a fascinating person, and you would love to see come on this show in the future?
1: There are a couple, of, a couple of people I can think right. of. Okay, Delia, you've met her, you know her. Yes. Okay. Uh, she is, I think. She's fascinating, she's interesting, she has a business, uh, or a few businesses. She's hardworking, so her experience from mine is very different because Kelowna nowadays is not the same as the Kelowna of five years ago or six or ten years ago, you know, so it's a different point of view. Uh, So her, uh, and maybe Brent, her husband, Another person I can think of would be uh, Theresa May. Oh, also, yeah. right? Okay, she's like, she's also done so many other things in her life. There. She was working at Highlight, right? Okay, and uh, now she's she's working at uh, Cherry Lane Homes.
0: Do you have a website where people can see your work and contact you if they're interested in your services?
1: Yes. So the website is Zaga, Z-A-G-A, yeah. Home Decor uh, Staging. Gabriella, thank
0: you so much for your time today. It was a great conversation, as always. And I really appreciate you coming on the show.
1: Thank you so much. And if I have the opportunity to come back, maybe with my son, yeah. then maybe you can say a little bit about your experience here.
2: Perfect. Okay. Great.
1: Thank you so much, Luke. Have great. a wonderful day.